Hello and welcome to Undercommon Taste and our one-year anniversary one-shot game. I'm Ian Woodworth and I'm joined by my co-host and Dungeon Master today, James Daly. And we have some very special guests, very special friends of the show joining us who are going to be playing with us today. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Going to go down the list as I see it on my screen. Uh, start with Mitch. Yeah, hello. My name is Mitch. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mitch S. Bustillos. Uh, I am a writer, game designer, uh, and Twitch streamer uh, for Penny for a Tale. Um, and yeah, that that's, that's pretty much sums me up. All right, and then we have the incomparable Dr. Mary Crowell. Hello, I am Mary Crowell, and I am a singer-songwriter and music theory teacher from Alabama, and uh, I like to write songs about gaming, and you can find me on Twitter at Dr. Mary C. Crowell, C-R-O-W-E-L-L, and I have an album, album called Acolytes of the Machine and Other Gaming Stories. And then finally, we have uh, C.R. Rowanson. So, Clark. Hello, hello. Uh, so, yeah, I'm C.R. Ronson. When you're talking to me as a person, just go by Clark. If you're talking about me as an author, that's when it's C.R. Ronson. So I am a freelance developmental editor and writing coach, but most of my time is spent writing nonfiction about crafting and repairing magic systems for stories. So I actually have a uh, workbook out on Amazon called Restrictions May Apply, and you the best places to find me are my website of crronson.com or on YouTube as The Magic Engineer, where I talk about all magic systems all the time. And your uh, Indiegogo for your book just wrapped up, and it was successful, and congratulations on that. Thank yeah. you. It was crazy successful. I was not expecting that much support, so I'm I'm pleased uh, excited and uh very very tired <laughs> and friends of the show will recognize at least mitch and clark because they've both been guests on the show uh, mary has also been on the show from the beginning because we use her song massacre Anne" as our intro music so if you like our intro please do go check her out yeah, I absolutely love uh, Acolytes of the Machine. It's it's really one of my favorite albums. Mm -hmm. I heard it years ago and totally did a fanboy squee when Dr. Crowell uh, gave us permission to use some of her songs for uh, our podcast. So again, thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to hand the reins over to James now. So um, as we're going through, I think I'm going to kind of pass the torch uh, one more time if my characters are ready. I'm going to let them introduce themselves as they already have. So the name and then their characters, who they're playing. I am going to be referring to the individuals as player characters for uh, the majority of the game as much as I can. Uh, and then I'm going to explain uh, the scenario, what we're doing, uh, some some modifications we've made, and we're going to hop right in. So Ian, who your character is, and a little bit about your character if you like. Hi, I'm Areshki. Um, I'm an orc champion fighter, and I can't believe that I have committed to this voice. <laughs> <laughs> bold, bold move. It's not too late. You can, you can edit that out. <laughs> no, it's nah. too late. It's <laughs> got to stay. stay. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Crow? <laughs> Je suis bringer Trabant. <laughs> <laughs> Je suis un hobgoblin. 
Okay. <laughs> I didn't understand any of that. <laughs> okay. I am a hobgoblin, and I am a captain, and I also am a cleric, and I will be healing you. Uh, Clark? <laughs> I will be playing Lady Sarissa, and I may or may not have a dark and sordid past, which, if I tell you about, probably going to make you forget. <laughs> and, and Mitch? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am Gimble, the very good or not so very good go- gobloid. Gobbled? It's some sort of lizard thing. In any case, <laughs> a thief to some, uh, a, a debonair to others, um, <laughs> with children and uh, partners all set throughout the uh, known universe. So, uh, just happy to be here. Excellent. So uh, real quick, we are going to be running um, a, a quick one-off scenario off Candlekeep Mysteries. Um, again, the, the uh, concept of this was to feel how the characters we, we kind of adapted and made early on balanced on the table. Because as we've always said, you know, it's easy to come up with some really good ideas, but to make sure they function together as a group, they're not too strong or too weak in the game, is always kind of a question when you do a homebrew. And so that's what this is going to be. That said, all of our characters today are at level 11, and the adventure we are running is a level 10 adventure. Um, Again, from Candlekeep Mysteries, I will give the title of the adventure after. Uh, If the players have read ahead or played, I'm sure they will will realize what they're playing as they play it. But until that point, a little bit of mystery. So our players, again, at level 11, you guys have all interacted with each other at various points. You are part of an adventuring guild known as the Stormcrows. As you all have noticed, you all tend to be of a monstrous race background. So the Stormcrows are, again, they're an adventuring guild, but they get kind of dirty jobs. They work on a commission. Uh, the guild basically itself works on a commission. So you guys find what work needs to be done. The guild will back you and gives you guys some legitimacy. So you're not kind of like the crazy people knocking on people's doors saying you're, you're going to vacuum their floors or whatever. Uh, if they, they search you out, you guys are backed by a guild. Um, the guild basically says that you must follow the laws. If you do anything to bring shame to the guild or cause them problems, they just boot you out and deny any, any knowledge of you all. And you're on your own. Uh, that said, so you're kind of like uh, the 80s version of the A-Team, kind of in a D&D setting. Uh, as you guys have gone, you've started working for a mage, and he has been looking for a treasure of some sort. And the last time you spoke with him, he said that the, there was hints of this treasure that was somewhere near a portal to the plane of air, but he's not been able to find it. And he thinks he can find information to this plane of air somewhere in the Candlekeep Library. Unfortunately, due to some past youthful indiscretions, you might say, uh, he has been permanently disinvited from the Candlekeep Library. And so therefore, he is sending you on his behalf to search out uh, some information. So within the library, you guys have done some searching. You all have some various things you're individually searching for as well, uh, items to your past, things you would like to know. Uh, But in your search one of you has come across this really heavy, heavy tome. And at this point, I'm going to go ahead and ask everyone. I got to get everybody's tokens on the board. Give me a second. So I assume we all had a book and we got into the library. Is that kind of how that worked or what? Yes, you were in the library and you have found a book. And okay. I'm going to... So they let us in. That's nice. Yes. Okay. 
So you guys are in the library, you found this book. I'm gonna have everyone, real quick, let me pull the DM manual up because I have this on wonderful D&D Beyond, which again, they do not sponsor us, but they actually do have a nice little program. And if you can keep it on your phone, it prevents you from having to like drag an entire library with you when you have mobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. So if I can have everyone give me um, an intelligence arcana check real quick. I don't have one of those. <laughs> or just a basic intelligence check if you don't have arcana. <laughs> I don't have one of those either. (laughs) This will go great. (laughs) Do I win? I do not have any pluses. I have a four. (laughs) That's great. Oh, okay. So you can click your character. I could have done that. All right. I got a 25. Nice. That's very nice. It's a very nice intelligence check you have there. It would be a shame for something to happen to it. This is fun because my other character that I play the most has an intelligence of four. <laughs> so I'm seeing the best. I'm seeing Gimbal's, and then I did not see Sarissa's roll. Uh, it's up at the top because I just did the uh, slash R D twenty instead of actually clicking on my stat like I should okay. have. Twenty five. Yeah. Perfect. Excellent. So Gimbal and Sarissa, as you start handling this book and you guys are, are checking it out, you you guys heard this call from the book, and it's it's asking for help like there's there's something trapped within the book um you guys take it to a table and there is a huge padlock stuck on the book the book itself is locked and all you hear is this cry from help from this very obviously magical text well i'm inclined to put the screaming book back on the shelf and walk away but i don't think that'll get us what we need (laughs) No, no, it's, uh, we have to figure out payment first. Uh, And Gimbal will knock on the book and say, uh, a smart man doesn't do anything for free. So if you want your cease, your screaming to cease, uh, best pay up. What, What are you willing to offer? The book, the voice from the book listens to you and pauses for a second. And I says, I can give you great many things. Just free me from the book. If you're willing to steal me from the library, the world can be yours. I don't know if I want the world. The world is tedious, busy, uh, not very valuable. I believe the book would just go back into the library if we stole it. Mm, So maybe we rip it apart? Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if we take it out at a piece of time, it'll work. No, we look. We, we if if we are going to take this thing out, I'm going to roll an intimidate check. Oh God, <laughs> go, go for it! <laughs> Lady Ceres okay, is just going to stare at him for a minute and be like, "Isn't your title Lawbringer?" Well, this book just asks us to steal it. <laughs> I have a thirteen. All right the the book is She's... is a little puzzled. Um, <laughs> <a> très. <laughs> it, it's not it's not quite sure if it wants to take you seriously or not it, it refers back to gimbal and says well if you don't want the world what would you possibly want i think we should back up a little bit hi i'm lady sarissa who who are you well, the book says oh, let's get the name here there's not even a title on the spine or nothing so introductions are in order the book says there and he says that he is the uh great gazir azam and he's been trapped within the book, and he needs help being free. Um, he starts going into a tale about how a water genasi he had worked for at one point 
had trapped him in the book. And he says he's willing to tell the story, but he needs someone willing to take the book out in order to open the book. How big is this book? Uh, the book is, it, it's really heavy. The cover's actually made of marble and it's probably, mm. you know, a good 18 inches tall or not quite 18. It's probably about 12 inches tall and about 10 inches wide. Think of like a really heavy science textbook. So is this the book we were sent for? Like... Uh, it could have some of the information next to it. It was in the same area of the things you were sent for. Yes. Okay. I, I just wanted, like, as the player, I just wanted to double check. I'm like, okay, is this what we're here for? Or did we just fine. find this random book? You and found, like, yeah, you found a random book. And as a, as a DM, I will say that this seems to be extremely relevant, if not more pressing than the, the initial quest you were sent to the library for. I'm like, guys, um, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not real big on the whole books thing, but I think just just maybe we should like tell somebody that they've got like a talking book in here. No. Mm, I like the idea of telling them about their talking book. No, this this is an opportunity. If this thing can truly provide the things that it says it can. Yeah, I but like it. I isn't do have it one like, more question. Isn't it like really, really bad to steal books from this library like we might need to come back later and if we take it they may not let us back okay i have two questions uh, say a good point a bone point <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't believe you told us your name you said you were trapped in the book but what are you that can be quite important with these kinds of um dealings uh I, again you hear from the book i am the great jinn gazir azam Oh, okay, I missed the gin part. I could cast augury. <laughs> if you wish. I think I will. Because they're talking and they're better at diplomacy than me. So. <laughs> so augury is a spell that gives you exactly... I got to pull it up here. Yep. It basically gets you a good, bad, or neutral vibe on what you're about to do. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. So, Makasun uh, <laughs> is that stealing uh will is not only wrong but we'll all boy this is a shitty french accent but here you go um enjoy that uh <laughs> it's not only wrong <laughs> but will also get us banned from the library so uh there may be a different way to free this character but i am going to cast an augury to see if it's uh, simply a good idea to just deal it from the library here we go and that does bring me to my second question can we not check out books hmm we can have it brought to the Pillars of Pedagogy. So, like that yeah, alliteration. I, so go ahead and um, are you casting uh, I the I totally Audrey? am. Yep. Okay. So the Audrey we... actually says that trying to check out the book might actually be a really, really sound idea. Um, it's not, you know, uh, again, that that of the options that that seems best of, of what you guys have brought up so far. Let's do that. So while while all of this is going on, Oreshki has found a copy of Volo's Guide to Monsters and is just thumbing through looking at the pictures. <laughs> awesome. If I had thought if I was prepared for that, I'd have some awesome art for you to bring up. So yeah, so you're sitting there looking at the pictures. Are you like looking at the pictures from like an artistic standpoint or like a, a totally photoshopped like, high school kid like totally stumbled into the art section of the college library type thing? Or I mean how are you looking she, for? She, she's she's flipping through like killed one of those, killed one of those. <laughs> Haven't seen one of those. Okay. 
So you're actually like kind of going through and maybe gleaning a little bit of extra information. I like it. No, she's not paying it. She's not paying a lick of attention to any of the words in this book. Okay, fair. She's she is just, literally just looking at the pictures. Okay, perfect. Just, Excellent. just bragging about it and being like, yep, I'm awesome. Killed all these, killed all these. That looks fake. No way that's real. <laughs> I like it. I like Photoshopped. it. Photoshopped. So which of you are going to try to take the book to the uh, library keepers? I will try and check it out. Like, Okay. Uh, um, uh, Rishka, could you, could you help me carry this? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really good at that. And so she puts Volos back on the shelf and she just, you know, one hand oh, half. Oh, no need for that. I'll, I'll use mage hand and keep flipping through the book in front of Arishka so she can see, keep seeing the pictures while she carries the book for me. That is snifty. Arishka <laughs> is very happy about this development. This is great. Now, I do have to ask, is the book like directly in front of Arishka's face? Uh, likely. I was just going to kind of guide her by like pushing on the book one way or another. Okay, uh, I just um, Areshki, give me a wisdom roll real quick. A wisdom roll? Yeah, uh, give me a perception check. A perception check. Okay, just a second. Let's see what we get? Sixteen. That's 16. not bad. I'll, I'll take it. So yeah, you're 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 absolutely astounded by this mage hand hitting her, flipping through this book for you, and you're still aware enough of your surroundings that you don't like run into a wall or trip over a desk or anything. So, I mean, this is just kind of perfect for you. It's great. You guys eventually get up to uh, a, a big central desk where the libraries and bookkeepers are and you explain, uh, I will let you explain what you have found. So, uh, good morning. Uh, so we found this book um, and we'd like to check it out of the library so we could read it uh, elsewhere. The, the library assistant, librarian sits there and he looks and he, he sees the book you have and, and just this kind of not quite a sigh and he's not quite excited, he's not quite sad, but the book is, is somewhat familiar to him and he's like, oh, this book asked you to steal it, didn't it? It sure did and I thought it would be much more um, appropriate if we just checked it out in the fashion that libraries are intended to handle such books. And and the, the librarian looks at you and says, we are we are extremely grateful. You have no idea the amount of trouble this book has caused us. Um, yes, we will let you take the book out. Just please promise to bring it back to us when you are done. And if you can exercise this thing for us, we would be more than happy with that. And we will call that more than a, a fair trade. And the librarian goes and he starts as he starts going and parsing together the paperwork to to lend you the book. You notice the giant lock on this book magically pops open um and you are now able to take the the lock off and open the book at your convenience oh so you're you're aware of the great reshi jin who uh needs to be released as he was trapped in these pages somehow Uh, we keep hearing voices we've heard various stories of people saying that there's a voice from the book again we've caught several people trying to steal the book and we just can't let the book leave under those circumstances so again but yes we've heard we have heard many claims and we've just not had the time to, to fully investigate it ourselves. No concerns about that? or He looks around and says, if, if we took time to investigate every magical text in this library, it would take eons. Did you say that you would like this book exorcist? Exercised? If you could, that would be great. Like, cast out the spirit within? Exactly. Ooh. Or to make it more fit? Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought he meant we needed it like running around the courtyard or something. Whatever it takes. But like, how, how is that going to run without little legs? 
oh, I was going to take care of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Which, by uh, the way, I'm really stoked to use animate object at some point in this one shot. So <laughs> I legitimately could do that. <laughs> There's that a reason I put awesome. it on the spell list. Make it fly like a bird. Flap, 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 flap. All right. So again, you guys now have, again, the, the lock has popped off. Uh, the library has given you the, the permission and the papers you need to be able to remove the book from the library. Um, and so you guys can investigate this book further at your, the birds are helping, at your leisure. Well, that was easy. Well, so like, where are we doing, where are we going to go now? Pillars of pedagogy? I have a little shop. If uh, hey, book, where, where do we need to go? So the book, the book kind of opens and it flutters and the djinn goes into more detail and he talks about this water genasi he worked for. And the water genasi he worked for was looking for information on air and water magics. And the djinn talks about how he worked with him willingly for a while and, and thought that the water, because the, the water genasi trapped the djinn within the book and he thought the water genasi would free him from the book if he gave the water genasi wizard what he wanted. But more and more, the wizard asked for more information and more info on how to create spells. And it became clear to the djinn that he was not going to release him from the book. So the djinn kind of clammed up and stopped communicating, at which point he locked him in. And the djinn says, the only way to free me is to have um, Zirkin either release me from the spell willingly or to kill him outright. And he says, you hired us. No, it's a different okay. wizard. Yes, no, okay. thankfully. Just checking. Nope, fair fair point. He says, the the last I know, he used to have a lab somewhere down on the Sword Coast. I like killing. Yes. I, yeah. What is the book actually about? Um, as you flip, so are you going to investigate the book? Yes. Okay, uh, go ahead and give me um, another intelligence check, please. Straight intelligence? Uh, yes. Nice. Very nice. So as you flip through this book, you notice there are a lot of archaic and arcane formula within the book. As you flip through, the first 10 pages are kind of a journal of sketches and ideas. Um, There is something about some sort of of weaponry or cannon made with water and air. Um, And as you flip through the book further, you get about 15, 20 pages in and you notice the pages are all blank after that. Um, you scour the book, and again, particularly since uh, you do have a magic background you're looking through, and you notice that it looks like the inks have been removed from the rest of the pages, but the more you look at those front pages, it's got the feeling of an old spellbook. Okay. It's hidden behind a paywall. <laughs> oh, I hate those. So uh, the book explains that, the or the, the djinn explains that the last he recalled Zekram, the wizard, had a a laboratory of sorts um, off the Sword Coast that was probably two or three days walk from Candlekeep. So this is this is real interesting, y'all. Are we just gonna abandon the other task that we had set before us? I'm inclined to follow this line of uh, inquiry. This seems much more interesting. Yeah, whichever is more profitable, I think. Well, like if we do this, won't we like have a favor from a genie? I mean, that seems pretty, pretty good. And he is connected with air and water. At this point, the, the djinn perks up. Yes, he says, if you free me from this book, I will cast a spell of wish for, for your party in exchange for freeing me from this text. 
To be clear, you'll cast the spell and we will be able to make the wish? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've fallen for that one before and it did not go well. <laughs> that is a good wisdom. <laughs> well, if there's nothing else holding us in the city, y'all up for a trip up the Sword Coast? Sounds lovely. Road trip! Road trip! Yay! <laughs> it is field resets. So you guys decide to, to leave the city and, and go search for this uh, laboratory of sorts before you guys leave the city. Um, looking at your equipment, is there anything you might want to try to purchase or gather uh, before you head out? I mean, healing potions, if we could get them. Okay, you just... all should have one greater healing potion. You could probably find uh, some more to purchase as well um, if you were inclined to look for some such. Food? Yes, standard adventuring pack. Yeah. I, I just wanted to double check because it Food sounded like snacks. we originally went Always. to the library to get some stuff for another guy, and I wanted to make sure we weren't just abandoning him. Right, no. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> so you all do have one great uh, potion of greater healing. Uh, you should all have explorers, packs, rations, etc. Um, wanted to make sure there was no like weird tangibles you guys wanted to grab before you head out. Uh, Ereshki wants to go and pick up uh, three or four flasks of oil. Okay. Just mm-hmm. in case she needs to set something on fire. Okay, let me pull Ooh, up. Acid. Get acid too. Oh, yes. Molecular acid. Hang on, I want to add alchemist fire. I love alchemist fire. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we've been adventuring before, adventures packs food rations mm-hmm. doesn't even have to go in the inventory unless you think it's relevant but sarissa would like to grab a couple bottles of perfume okay i will probably charge you a little bit of funds for that go ahead and for perfume uh take how, how many bottles of perfume do you want three three uh take six gold off for the perfume all right how many flasks that's, of oil did a rescue want uh four the designer imposters or something okay. <laughs> uh like it's, it's three that, flasks that. of alchemist fire so okay. take 150 off my character okay perfect and then uh go ahead and take your flasks of oil off i'm trying to see the price of those 50 gold each okay so oh, oh sorry sorry for alchemist fire i'm sorry oh, okay that's, sorry that's a yeah, no. flask of oil isn't gonna be <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> that's... i'm going for the high dollar item here um, i would also if we're if we're visiting an alchemist, I would also look into getting a potion of water breathing. Ooh, good I thought. Yeah. Good call. Because because we are we're going out by the coast Ooh. and this talk of water genasi. So you said you wanted four flasks of oil? Yes, please. Okay, those are one silver each. So do any of you have water breathing on your uh, memorization list? I do. Your... If we have ten minutes I can get us all prepped and that lasts for the better part of a day. Ooh. Okay. Nice. Good. I, I just, I, I, Reshki just wants to have it as a as a backup, just in case. Oh, it certainly wouldn't hurt. Depending I mean, on how much it is, we now. might want to grab one for each of us, just as a backup. How much is that? Those potions of water breathing are going to be 150 gold each. Okay. Well, Reshki doesn't have that kind of money. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> if it'll make you feel better, Reshki, I can get you that. And I think if we just take 10 minutes every morning... I can just get a set up, but in case there's emergencies. So how much was it? 150 each. Okay, I will get one for a rescue. And I'll pay for my own. Thank you. Oh, I you'll don't pay for have it. money. So a rescue gets one potion. Traven, you wanted a potion as well? Oui. I guess. 
I don't know. The stuff that I I would want is a little weird. Do they have a potion of invisibility or another odd thing? If there's any kind of like trinket or anything that would let me do some kind of obscuring cloud or even something that uh, lowers wisdom saves. (laughs) So you want a flask of dwarven spirits? (laughs) Certainly. Preferably something that can just be inhaled and aerosolized. (laughs) Well, it is pretty volatile. Yeah, but then it's just alchemist fire at that point. Again, where Candlekeep's a fairly large city, the the alchemist shop is fairly well stocked. I just got to find prices for all of these. Just make something up. And if it's a holdup, don't worry about it. Well, I want it to be fairly close to correct. Yeah, and don't worry about the wisdom save thing. That's Okay. Uh, again, we'll go with the flask of invisibility. It'll probably be, uh, again, 150 gold. Okay. Did you get your water breathing, uh, Traven? We, yes. Okay. And then you wanted... Uh, so that leaves me with 89. That's it. Perfect. Okay. okay. Uh, did you want the flask of invisibility, Stressa? Yes. Okay. And Gimbal, did you want anything? Uh, not that I can think of. I have everything I need. Perfect. And Traben, did you get your alchemist fire? I did. Perfect. Excellent. That's why I only have 89 gold left. <laughs> gotcha. So as you guys have gathered your items, um, are you going mid-afternoon or are you going to wait till first light uh, when do you guys plan on leaving the city? I think we should just go ahead and get as far as we can get. I mean, we're adventurers. We're used to camping out in the woods yeah yeah so you guys you guys leave it's 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 mid-afternoon um you guys leave the city you're headed down the coast uh the first afternoon is relatively uneventful uh the evening is is fairly quiet as well it's actually a, a nice calm evening by the coast i mean it's about as picturesque as you could possibly imagine uh the third day you got or the second day you guys are are walking past um as as a quick side note, just yes. as part of their daily routine, especially once they're on the road, Sarissa will do water breathing every morning just okay. during breakfast. Perfect. Um, the 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 second day you guys are out, you're walking along the coast. It's again just a, a fairly crisp morning. You guys are all doing well. Uh, again, I need everyone to roll a uh, perception check for me, real quick. Fourteen. Okay. Four. Three. <laughs> So, uh, Gimbal and Sarissa, you both, you both key in, uh, Sarissa, you don't see or hear anything as much as you smell this, this potent, it's, eleven. it's not quite foul. It's not quite good. Um, it Distance almost, sunk. it almost smells something similar to what's in your, your potions of perfume of all things. Uh, Gimbal, you smell this kind of overripe meaty smell and as you guys continue forward you come up across uh the corpse of this rather large sea creature that has been in the sun for probably a good chunk of the day it looks to be a beached whale of some sort perhaps Uh, do you guys smell that it's like kind of hard not to it's really (laughs) gross it's horrific so as you guys you know Walk past this. Are you going to investigate it? Or are you going to try to walk straight past? Are you going to go? Well, around? let's investigate the beached whale. Ereshki is not getting anywhere near that beached whale. Okay. I will help him investigate. Okay. Yeah. I don't have the. <laughs> I will stand by in case you need healing from investigating. <laughs> so, so I can 
I can go forward and investigate as well. Yeah, right. go ahead and feel free to to move forward. I'm assuming you guys can see uh, here-ish, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you you guys go up and give me um, give me an intelligence check. Not the most, not the sharpest. Here we go. Twelve. Thirteen. <laughs> not terrible. Uh, <laughs> really you surprised. guys. Uh, Notice that while there is a beached whale, there's very obviously chunks taken out of this thing. Gimbal, you you realize that it's probably not chunks that have been taken out while it was still underwater. So Uh-oh. while while all of my party is going to investigate this giant smelly corpse, um, Ereshki is going to take out her sword, have it at the ready, and she's going to keep an eye scanning what appears to be this cliff side up above the beach. Okay. Just keeping an eye out, making sure that nothing is up there looking for, you know, easy opportunity. With that, I will say, give me a perception check with advantage, please. Okay. 24. Perfect. Um, with that, you notice the first of two large creatures kind of sitting there, uh, coming back and circling the sky above. Um, and they start off as small dots and they're coming up, but they're definitely coming down, um, to investigate your party at this point. Um, guys, we have like company. Is it good company? Um, it's, it's winged. looks like it wants to eat us company. Uh, that's unfortunate. Well, should we just move along then? <laughs> or mean, is it too be... late for that? Really? Cause I mean, here's a lot of meat for them. They really want us. All right. That's what I'm saying. If we just move along, maybe they'll just stick with the whale. As as you guys talk, you see a third one also approach. Uh-oh. Uh, maybe try talking to them. Uh, do they look talky? <laughs> Give me an intelligence check. Okay, this will go great. <laughs> Hang on. Ha! Come on. Oh, I lied. Uh, oh, yeah. Wait. Sorry. Here we go. Yeah, that, yeah like I said, went, it went great. <laughs> oh, so these, Um. you know what? Everything talks to somebody, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, It'll exactly. be fine. It makes perfect sense. Everybody talks. So, Lady Sarissa is actually going to start retreating into the water. Okay. <laughs> Areski is going to get up and sort of start to interpose herself between her party and these winged whatevers. Okay. Um, are they close enough to where I might have a chance of identifying what they are? Yes, you, you probably could at this point, particularly since you were just recently flipping through a, a monster menu of all things. Uh, you notice they are, are reptilian winged creatures. Uh, they're not quite a full dragon, but you're pretty certain these are wyverns. And they have taken offense that you are, are near what they have claimed is their area and their food source for now. Um, and so they are they are circling and they are slowly starting to section off an area um, very obviously guarding the food and very unhappy about uh, the intruders nearby. I feel that I could retreat. Okay. Uh, and uh, I just want to remind y'all we can breathe underwater. Well, I don't, I can't, I'm going to hide. Can I hide behind this rock? Yeah. Go ahead and give me a, go ahead and go there and give me a stealth check. Excellent. Nice. And so, and so now Reshki is standing here in the middle of the beach torn between do i go after my little lizard friend who just ran up and hid behind the rocks or do i run 
to the water with my other friends, knowing that I can breathe underwater. Who's your greater friend? You will be judged accordingly. Well, I think they just want food, so we should probably just leave them alone if we can get away with it. I concur. So, Gimbal Listen, has... Listen, why don't you get your butts over here so I can bless you? <laughs> Gimbal has, has hidden behind the rocks, and they, they have... No blessing for see. Gimbal. At this point, these wyverns have, have landed near the corpse of this whale, and they are, they are hissing and, and screeching at you guys as you guys slowly pull back um again moving forward but not taking any hostile action quite yet i think we can move along yeah well except for where where's gimbal uh, he 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 like went off that way i don't i don't know i don't i don't see him you know how he is he just like disappears i don't know if we have a leader but service is going to call out in her best disappointed mom voice just gimbal you get your butt in the water right now Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what, what just happened? Uh, Gimbal will try to sneak over to the water. <laughs> okay, at this point, I need a sneak with disadvantage. Oh, uh, that's fair. I'll, I'll roll twice. Uh, do do. Oh, yeah. oh, wow. Oh, wow. wow impressively you that's like, what expertise will do for you yeah impressively like you sneak right under the nose of this thing the the scent of the whale is enough to fill its senses and so i will let you go ahead and sneak past this this closest wyvern without without attracting the attention i like I'm Slap like hearing the blues butt. where there's music don't fana at what point you guys are all now along the beach, which is fine. Uh, again, they are are kind of milling about this carcass still. Um, you guys can try to sneak past uh, if you want. I again will need uh, some some stealth checks if you guys, as you try to pass by. Uh, each square is uh, ten feet. So again, depending on how much movement you want to take. So do we do we need to sneak by them, or can we just? Walk right. into the ocean and continue along the coast. That's what I was wondering. You yeah, are... that's what I'm thinking. Is okay. we, you know, we have water breathing, so we're just gonna walk into the water until it's we're about five feet under the surface. Okay, and then just sort of walk. <laughs> that <laughs> that, that in fact will in fact work. So yeah, if you guys, yeah, yeah so go ahead. Um, yeah, I'll ride somewhat on their shoulder so I can breathe above. Who's strong? No, Sarissa, no, Sarissa cast water breathing as a ritual on everybody in the morning. Oh. Right. Yep. Well, fine. I guess if you don't <laughs> want me to ride on one of you. Uh, oh yeah. Ereski, Ereski will. He just Ereski will straight himself. up. Ereski will straight up give Gimbal a piggyback ride. Yeah. Oh, she, yeah she's not. She's this. not. She's not too proud for that. Um, Gimbal, do you have a disguise kit? Uh. <laughs> it should be on your proficiencies. I don't see other proficiencies. Oh, I see it. Yeah. Give. Should go I... ahead and give me a, a disguise kit. Uh, disguise kit check just for giggles please okay uh dexterity or charisma uh i'll let you pick yeah 25 25 you know what for for like weeks after someone swears they saw a loch ness monster with just this dragon white head sitting there skimming yes. through across the water <laughs> this is how it begins <laughs> <laughs> so you guys all evade the wyverns luckily um lucky for them uh, again you you kind of skim underwater uh the rest of your day 
is relatively, again, uneventful as these wyverns have have pretty much scared or killed or chased off most of the other wildlife. Um, your second evening, again, is calm. Third morning, you're going up. And as you get there, uh, in the distance, you you notice this is very particular. It's a coral spire rising up out of the ocean. And as you guys have been traveling uh, the gin, a car has been describing the area that he remembers where the slab is. And this coral spire sounds exactly like the landmark uh, he was telling you about previously. Before we move on, is it just me or do the wyverns look a lot like pennies? <laughs> they kind of do. I kind of want those pennies now. <laughs> those would, that would be cool coins, yeah. Like These will be, yes, commemorative coins of our adventure. That might be able to happen in the future depending on... Uh, how things go. I do a little bit of uh, metal casting, but that's a complete aside. Uh, if something like that does happen in the future, again, my workshop, I'm in the middle of moving. So, but that would definitely be a fun thing to, that to would pull be cool. off. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. and over the course of the past day, Sarissa would kind of probably be chattering with everybody, but just thank y'all for putting up with my idiosyncrasies. I, I just don't like killing things when we don't have to. And I, I appreciate y'all going along with that. I know, it's it annoying sometimes. Yeah, it gets us into trouble other times. It's kind of unfortunate, because killing is probably the most definitive thing you can do in this world. Everything else is just kind of like sandcastles on sand next to the ocean, you know? Well, it's... I, I think killing is a waste of resources. Yeah, Gimbal, really all you're doing then is going up and stomping on somebody else's sandcastle. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That is the best possible reply ever. That was well done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I almost want to give an inspiration die for that. Not quite, but well done. <laughs> yep. Especially and that's how the rest of that day of travel goes. <laughs> it's us talking about that and being like, is it really definitive if you're just stomping out something that was going to wash away anyway? Yep. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and this is why we all took philosophy courses. <laughs> exactly. So as, as you approach, you guys, again, you see this giant coral spire coming up out of the ocean. Um, as you approach the spire, uh, again, sounding very much like the landmark, you, you can turn and see the mouth of a cave uh, going inland. Um, this very much seems exactly like uh, the spot that, that the djinn had been telling you about. This must be it. All right. So we need to get this water wizard to release you. And or kill him. I would prefer the release method. Oh, but I want to kill him. Why? The, the, well, be, because he, he just seems like such a meanie. I mean, like, he trapped a guy in a book. I mean, that, yeah, that, that's so we've been move. told. Exactly. Well, I mean, do Books you think lie. he's lying? I, I have reserved that possibility in my head. Books cannot lie. I know if I was trapped in a book, I'd be lying. <laughs> the, but that's the, you. I'd say anything to get the out book of the book. The book at this point hears you, and and he says, he the as much as you can swears that he's telling the truth, and and he affirms that you know either killing the wizard or having him release uh, the the jinn willingly from the book are the only way to get out. And at this point, he's been in the book so long, he doesn't care. He just wants his freedom. Like if we thought he was lying, why would we have walked like three days out along the beach? Uh, this is fair. Because we like to beach and we need the sun. 
Oh, real simple curiosity. <laughs> Which killed the human. Again, Which part. doesn't apply to any of us, so we're fine. Right. Career's <laughs> human. Uh, but yeah, do we feel like it's telling the truth as best we can tell from a disembodied voice from a book? Uh, yeah, we check. Of the book. I think there is a lot of truth, just maybe not all the truth. Okay, let me pull up. That would probably be more an insight. But... Insight. Yeah, insight. Yeah. I'm sorry. Correct. Yes. What is truth? An 11? Uh, the book seems fairly forthright. I mean, there's no glaring holes in the book story. So, I mean, either the book's telling the truth or it has a very well-practiced, thought-out line of reasoning. Um, again, Shraven, the, the book... Oh, wrong thing. Never mind. Yeah, that's perception. Go ahead and, and toss an insight. Oh, well, crap. I'd rather... Have... <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be better at insight, but I wouldn't rather... The book rings true to you as well, again. Yeah. Um, God, I mean, very convincing. I love what this book says. It's great. <laughs> Don't fall in love. I'm just saying, I think we can reach some kind of understanding. There's always some kind of common ground that can be reached between folks. Well, not always, except that one time uh, and that other time. You can't you know compromise my point. with folks. So I just want to hit something. Gimbal, you want to check out that cave? All right. If you want me to go into a strange cave. I'll I bet there's it. lots of things to hit in there. So yeah, Gimbal, if you want to go... Scouting or exploring? Yep. 22-inch stale. So right now, Lady Sarissa is at at the coral spire, and she can kind of see into the mouth of this cave. Gimbal Down is also close to the spire, and you can kind of see into the cave. Um, Everyone go ahead and give me another perception check real quick, who are (laughs) are at the mouth of the cave. Awesome. So uh, you see the cave, you go in, you notice it, it seems to be more or less, the opening seems to be a natural opening in the cave. The ground is is still slightly flooded with water. Uh, you can see how the tides kind of come in and out. Uh, high tide is receding at this point, so the water levels are dropping. But again, this looks like it could go in a, a fair distance. Um, and again, for for everything you've heard from from the gin, this seems like the correct location. All right, let's do this. Who's got chicken? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna stealth on in. Okay. Yep. Gimbal, you're up. Yeah. So, uh, go ahead and give me that stealth check again. Jesus. Sorry. Where? I'm not ready. Oh, wait. <laughs> I, again. That's guess. a CR twenty monster. We can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just all of a sudden couldn't get anything to work, as well, and so I'm like reloading again. So, oh wow. Sorry. So yeah, it's you no problem. you go in again, perfectly stealthy. You walk in. You're you're okay. seeing uh, this cave. Uh, as you start getting to the second bottleneck, almost right in front of you, uh, you do notice two corpses kind of laying towards towards the back. You can't really make them out too terribly well now. Uh, there also looks to be what seems to be possibly a, a bookshelf, perhaps. Hmm. Um, you can't quite make it out. You're still uh, kind of far away at this point. I'm going to move in closer. Okay. With with Trebin's mention that there may be something to smack in this cave, Ereshki is following probably a little too close to Gimbal. Okay. Awesome. I hear you. So go ahead and trailing behind. Because, I will say, like, yeah, go ahead and move where the L2 is, Ereshki. Okay. I moved back because I just was like, hey, that's a really nice line for a lightning bolt. <laughs> Fair um, enough. Um, I. 
again, uh, Gimbal has come in. It's it's dark. There is no uh, artificial light in this part of the cave, but with both of you with your low light vision, uh, you have an okay enough time seeing in here. And again, you see the two corpses. They look to be elvish, um, kind of up in the back northern corner and uh, what looks to be a bookshelf uh, along the wall. Uh, there's water in the floor, so it's kind of mucky. You do have that like wet sock feeling if you're wearing socks or your wet boots. Uh, oh, God, thank you. Look, I, yeah, I was going to say, Rary's telepathic bond, because I was like, do we have message? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I do have message, and that's what I was going to say. Sarissa is hanging back, because as soon as Gimbal disappeared, it's like, wait, I wanted us to do, we need, oh, and uh, Rishka's gone. Okay. Because <laughs> so I, I imagine it's probably standard practice for this group. And it's also probably just as common for Gimbal and Arishka to disappear before we can get it done. Yeah. <laughs> Arishka just awesome. gets so excited. That happens. There's so much adventures to have. So, uh, I'll just look over to uh, Lawbringer. <laughs> just Lawbringer and be like, so, <laughs> should we just do it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, um, so from, from where I'm at, I'm gonna. I'm just want to give this whole room a once over. Are there any obvious like monsters clinging to the ceiling or the walls or anything? You're not seeing any apparent threats. Again, you you see that um, there's no apparent threats. Again, there's the cave here, uh, the two bodies. Uh, there's water in the floor. You can try to inspect the bodies if you wish. Um, um, I Areski shouts back out down the down the cave hey there's like bodies in here all right let's go <laughs> again i just want to do a ritual and just save on some of my energies but since they're all gung-ho let's just get together and... <laughs> sounds yeah. good you guys go ahead and move in uh a rescue your voice kind of echoes through this cave um ian you you've been with me at various points uh where like i twitch in the middle of a, a parking garage type thing it yes. kind of has that feel <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, so again, you you have this very loud, booming, echoey things. But again, nothing really responds at this point. It seems more or less empty. Gimbal, so, can you come back for a minute? Yeah, I guess. As, as soon as I see Gimbal, I did want to do a ritual, but they're all excitable. You I am going to cast Rory's telepathic bond on all of us. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Merci. <laughs> Now, so now, Areshki, remember, you can talk into our heads. You don't need to shout it out and give away our position. And when we die, we can hear each other scream. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I hear it in my dreams anyway. <laughs> it's just like you always wanted, Gimbal. Dreams do come true. <laughs> I so, mean, like, if you wanted to die, I could always help you with that. No, I... I have other things planned, wondrous things. All right, we're good to go for about an hour, so... Oh, okay, yeah, all right. Uh, may I continue, dear sir? Please. Absolutely, now you can report just, you know, directly into our heads as we've practiced. Hey, uh, let me let me give you a little guidance real quick. Why not? It's a cantrip. Come here. Mm, okay, just don't... Do you have to touch me here? I do. Okay. You can touch me, all though. Right. No, let's just do this. All right. And now I'll go back. Okay. Uh, do you have, I believe you have guidance on your. Uh, I on do. Your Concentration up to one minute. Yes. So if you touch that, it should automatically D4. Or wait, no, no, you roll that afterwards. Never mind. 
Yeah. So perfect. Okay. Yeah. And that was on Gimbal? Yes. Excellent. Yep. He was willing. Yeah. 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 So you had, you had, uh, what is that? Uh, enthusiastic consent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm gonna. No, 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 don't touch me. <laughs> stealth back up. And, right. and Sarissa will sidle up because you said the, uh, the bodies were up in. Yeah, the bodies are, are up around here. Yeah, so I'll sidle up to the bodies. Okay. <laughs> as so Arishka guys... and Gimbal move forward. <laughs> okay. So as you guys uh, approach these bodies, are, are you going to check them out? I'm assuming you're going to inspect them in some way? Yes. Okay. I'm back to investigate using Mage Hand to okay. poke the bodies and move stuff around. Okay. Um, as, as the Mage Hand pokes the bodies, they nudge. They don't really react to anything. Um, oh, good. They're dead. <laughs> yeah. They are, they are very much dead. They do not look like they died a violent death. Uh, you see no uh, obvious you know, abrasions or lacerations on their skin that you can see. Um, give me an uh, intel uh, of medicine check if you've got that. Okay. Medicine or investigate? Uh, medicine. Okay. Not as good. Hey, natural 20. Wow. Nice. Well done. Uh, again, from your investigation, you could tell that these were were two hunters of some sort. Again, they've got some leathers, uh, uh, some, some weapons for obviously foraging food. It looks like they came in here and took a nap and didn't wake by high tide. Um, the water came in and they drowned. All right. Well, we shouldn't have to worry about that then. Something may have put them to sleep. That is a good thought. I guess we just follow the in uh, the intrepid Arishka and uh, hope. <laughs> Try not to cluster. I'm so <laughs> glad that you and I can actually do some of these tactics together. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. Arishka standing in the middle of the room, going "Hello," but she's doing it with her brain, so she's wondering why it's not echoing. <laughs> Sarissa so will do a faint echo back to her just because. <laughs> ping, ping, That's ping, awesome. Gimbal, <laughs> uh, what are you up to? Uh, just looking on ahead, scouting the area, making sure everything's safe for okay. my beloved companions. Okay, <clears throat> everything seems fairly calm. Again, you see a, another bottleneck coming up. Again, you're not seeing any kind of artificial light uh, coming through. Excellent. Over our comms, I say, is there a particular reason we're not casting light? I actually don't have light. How about I cast it then? Okay. I will cast light. Awesome. So, okay. so again, uh, just let me know your cast ping where you want to cast it. I, I feel, I feel like, I feel or do like, you want it on you? Do you want it on you? I feel like Oreski is one of those individuals who is naturally disinclined to stealth. And yeah. so, and so, you lose nothing by casting light on her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's you, right? Yes. All right. I'm going to cast it on you. Boop. There you go. So I come over and I touch you, and uh, I, again, I don't want to cluster up, so maybe right here. That's good for an hour. So we're taking the standard spearhead forma- formation: Gimbal in the front, Benareski, yeah. and then the two spellcasters trying to stay in cover. <laughs> Gimbal, where you ran off to, you jumped and and you were running forward and uh, you stepped right off a a ledge and you are now in a pool of seawater. Hmm, cool. I'd like to go over here. This doesn't concern me. Okay, so you swim forward and you get to 
uh, a ledge. Uh, it's a bit of a climb. You're going to have to kind of jump and grab and pull yourself up. Uh, again, taking an extra turn. That would probably wind up taking you like two turns for to go across yeah. and then to climb up. But yeah, you, you can get to about here. So am I now standing on the... Yeah, you would be standing on, on the edge of this. And again, the same thing. Uh, go ahead and, and roll since you... Since you took a, a second to stop, go ahead and give me another perception check. Okay. 16. Again, so nice. yeah, you see you see this. It's basically a natural cistern. Uh, when high tide comes in, it, it tends to catch up in here. It doesn't seem like it goes. But you notice there are a bunch of claw marks on the edge of the opposite rim. Um, and and she, she, she almost calls out, and then she remembers that she has message brain brain powers yes. and and uh and she she you know brain waves to gimbal and says like there's like um something's been trying to dig out of there so you may want to like be careful are you sure it's not human hands desperately trying to get out after drowning um they're awfully big for like human hands uh, like unless handed. humans have like five foot wide hands they can at times. I think they're uh, quite diverse in that way. They are much more appealing when they have that, I think. <laughs> All right. I will uh, make note of that. Keep the, keep the comms uh, clear, okay? I'm moving in. All right. So at Gimbal, you come up and you do see two, what looks to be two rather large doors uh, right at the edge of, of this room. Oh. Um, wow. what are you doing? Um... Well, because Gimbal is continuing on and Gimbal sometimes gets himself into trouble, uh, Ereshki is going to straight up cannonball into this pole. Go for it. I'll let you take, uh, if you want to use uh, your, your athletic action, you can do your a jump and get some extra distance in there. Okay. Okay, go for it. 18. 18, mm-hmm. yeah. Go for it. I mean, you can probably... Sploosh! And, and then she, she, she leisurely swims across leaving her two spellcasters behind in the darkness as <laughs> yeah. as as the light <laughs> as yeah, the light we'll, swims across we'll move you to about here yeah he'll be right at the at the lip and all this while even though gimbal said you know radio silence you hear the rubber ducky song yes <laughs> rubber ducky you're the one <laughs> i'm going to be looking into the water as a reshki swims across to see if we can see anything below okay um, the water is not clear enough to see through again, cause there's no natural light. It is fairly dark. Um, and the cistern is relatively deep, but you don't notice any kind of movement or anything of a I, terrible note. I would like to point out that a glowing orc is swimming in this pool of water. Fair enough. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, so there what, is that. Yes. We have a giant orc shaped lure at the moment. Yes. <laughs> um, you see a couple like minnow fish kind of schooling about. Some of them are actually attracted to the light. Uh, yeah, like, you might a get a couple fish. Yeah, you might get some toe nibbles. <laughs> uh, she starts but, giggling. But you uh, you don't see anything of any kind of threat in the water. All right. Well, we'll start swimming across then. Okay. Uh, same for you, uh, Lawbringer. Yes. So you guys get up, and again, by your second turn, you guys can get up kind of close to where Gimbal is. And Gimbal, are you just like kicking in the door? 
Oh no, no, they, I'm not a door clear. Oh, okay, I, I wanted to make sure. Just, just yeah. giving you the the option to to do you. <laughs> they are the door clear, so he'll uh, just take a step back and motion to uh, obliterate the door. Like it's it's not like trapped or anything, is it? Yeah. Did you search the door? Yeah, I searched it. Of course, I did. It's fine. I have a good feeling about it. Just go on in. Ereshki has been burned in, literally and figuratively enough times that I want to insight check this. Okay. Yes, please. Because <laughs> I don't think I actually, actually would like to do that door. too. You know what? I'm going to totally do that too. Fifteen. Does no one believe Gimbal. <laughs> Um, wow, well done. <laughs> is the door even locked? <laughs> Everyone knows Gimbal is just lazy and doesn't want to do it. Uh, the door does not seem to be trapped in any way that, that you are familiar with. Um, I, I, again, Lawbringer, you had that, that rather astounding role. Uh, the door <laughs> does seem to be free and clear. Um, there are no traps that, again, that you can sense or anything that would even hint that there are that the door is trapped. <laughs> well, then I guess Oreshki is just going to go go up and just sort of uh, put a shoulder into it and then gradually ap- apply pressure until it opens. Okay. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> So Oreshki goes up to the store where it's my, my thing. And as you go in, you, you walk in into an extremely well-lit room. You see uh, surrounding the edge of the rooms, there are these glowing stones that, that emit uh, quite a fair bit of light. And there's a big stone dais or pillar that obviously held something. And it looks like there were gears set in it at, at one point or levers that have been pulled out. Um, hey guys, shiny rocks. And as as you look further, you see this the, the scales of a bronze dragon and this serpentine head with giant jagged teeth sit there, poke its head up and look at you. And it its scales around its neck start to frill out a bit. Um, very. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just saw Lady Sarissa go. Whoop, where are you going to decide? Yep. <laughs> very... Speak around the corner. Uh, no. Very suspicious about this new intruder into its lair. Oh, hi! I'm a Reshki. Tell them you brought them a book. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't say that. I am Astrogareth. Why are you here? It's like, hey guys, there's a dragon in here. It's in there, and you can see it's. You can see <laughs> radio <it's>... silenced. <laughs> Would you? You cast radio silence. No, I, I, I say within our telepathic bond, like, radio silence, please. Oh, gotcha. Don't tell them we're here. <laughs> you, you see it's, it's, it's Nair's kind of flare. Um, it's, it's, you hear this huff as it's huffing and getting your scent. Um, again, very disapproving of the interruption and the fact that you are close to what looked like some workbenches. And again, uh, a collection of various texts and books and it's again less than thrilled with your presence right i'm i'm just wanting to to roll a d20 to see if i shout it out hey guys there's a dragon verbally or mentally okay high or low um it was mentally yeah I, i did at least do it mentally okay fair enough um i may have also used the mental thing whenever i said hi my name's Areshki. 
and so it's it's wondering why I'm just sort of standing there like the big dumb mute. Okay, um. <laughs> yeah, I, I will I will grant that. Yeah, so I mean it's it is sitting there. Um, it would be kind of like if someone kicked in your front door and then just froze, and you're kind of staring each other down right now. Well, she I'm didn't gonna, really kick in the door. I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna come in, so you don't need to be all by yourself. Uh, at oh, at I that point, to me. Oh, hello. <laughs> At that point, this dragon sits there and it raises itself up a bit more and its eyes start to squint. Um, Obviously, this wasn't an accident. This isn't a random person being lost and into its lair. This is obviously something coordinated now because there's two of you and you didn't come in together. You're staggering. And so it's starting to raise itself up. Its wings start to kind of unfurl a bit as it takes in a defensive posture. So, So like, we were told that there was a wizard here. Um, you're, you're not a wizard, are you? It looks at you and again, it squints. This is my lair. There has been no wizard here. Um, these are mine. I found them fair and square. Like, can we like ask the book, make sure we're in the right place. I I feel really weird now. So Sarissa will finally poke around the door. Just, um, hello. And, and draconic. (laughs) Like, uh, hello, sorry, we aren't meaning to invade your lair. We're looking for, I think, someone else. Roll a persuasion check with advantage since you're speaking of draconic. I'd like to <laughs> sneak in. Not great at those. See, not great. A 10. Um, it wasn't a critical failure. Yeah, it was impressed with the fact you're speaking in draconic. And you actually took the time to try to talk to it and explain what you're doing. So it's relaxed a bit. Gimbal. Go ahead and give me that stealth check again. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to use the uh, that guidance on it, too. Okay. It's 1d4, right? Yes. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, woohoo. God. Yeah. You know what? You I, still rolled a that's 30. That's more elegant. I, I was going to say, 30 looks so elegant as a stealth throw. It does, but your guidance has. <laughs> well, I can take it back and you just have a 29. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's already done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, endocronic, I'm going to say, I'm very sorry for the intrusion. We are all very sorry. We were told that there would be a wizard here. Yeah, sorry. I meant to follow up with that. I was letting, wanted to let Gimbal. Yeah, have have your stealth. <laughs> and we, we have the name of the wizard, right? The Yeah. Yes. What's the name of the wizard? Zirkin. Zirkin. Uh, do you, um, do we just. Do you know a wizard think, named Flurkin? I think we just ask. Yeah, Zircon. Are are you good at persuasion? Who's who? Does I'm anybody... good at persuasion. I will try to do this if you wish. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna nudge you okay. forward. I'm like, I'm better at uh, convincing them that we're <laughs> not doing what we're doing. So. Okay. Hang on. Let me get my character sheet up. Okay. I'm gonna try my persuasion role. In I'm also using draconic. Uh, are you? We are looking for a wizard named Zircon. Is that what his name is? Okay. If you could. Uh, do you know of this wizard? We we will be on our way. This was he, a terrible thing. He looks at you and says, there were books left here. They could have been a wizard's text, but these are my books now. Um, Gimbal, you actually were able to, to sneak in again, undetected. So very well nice. Done. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Great job on that. <laughs> okay. Gonna so my persuasion is kind of crappy. It's a 17, but there you go. It's something. Uh, uh, so he, the, right now the dragon is believing that you are looking for this wizard, but he is not wanting to share any of his hoard, and he doesn't like the fact that you are here near his stuff. 
uh, very much like a, uh, a five or six year old, you know, it's, it's their favorite toy and mm-hmm. they're not wanting to share so much. So I don't think we want any books, right? This, I'm, this is through message, right? We don't actually want wi- books. We just want the wizard so we can. Well, yeah. If you could ask, if we could read some of the books and actually, if you know a politer way to ask if, if, uh, it can read the books, cause you know, I'd be happy to tell it what's in the books if it doesn't know. So uh, when you were perusing your new collection of books, uh, did you uh, happen to see a forwarding address uh, for this wizard? I am not going to try again. <laughs> on my... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's better. It's a 21. <laughs> hey, don't forget you can give yourself guidance, except that might make the dragon twitchy. Never mind. Right. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'd better not be casting any spells. I have a feeling it the, would the dragon believes you, and he says he he's thumbed through the books, and there was a a journal <clears throat> left behind. Uh, he looks at you, and he kind of points a taloned finger, and there's a, a wrecked what looks to be this or over here looks what looks to be a wrecked workbench, and there is a a largest tome it's not quite as large as the book you have would you be okay if i looked at it and he sits there and he he looks at you and he looks at the party and he considers for a moment just you indeed uh mon ami i go over here okay so and i i I give a little bow to the dragon and then i look at the journal and do an insight roll to see if it's trapped can i do that yes okay I would like to do that. Okay. Uh, normal roll, because yes. I ain't especially good at that. How about a 25? Yeah. I mean, again, the book the book does not seem to be trapped. It seems just to be um, a journal that had been left behind. Uh, awesome. Okay. Je ouvre le journal, and uh, I'm going to open the journal and okay. look at it. And, so, uh, yeah, as you thumb through the journal, again, you see some of the same... A similar again your 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 familiarity with the arcane is not great, great. <laughs> um a lot of it's beyond you but a lot of the symbols and formula look similar mm-hmm. as best you can tell and again it seems to be a, a day-by-day entry uh at this time astroglyph the dragon is is keeping a firm eye on the party and you at the same time mm-hmm. uh you're going through the journal records uh information of of this wizard, it was they, you could definitely tell it was Zirkin's wizard because he kind of signed the end of each page. Oh my god! Talking my about how he was trying to build more or less an elemental cannon of some sort. Uh, you don't fully understand it, but like again, a lot of it seems beyond you. Uh, if, then his if you mutter. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I mutter this along, like uh, yeah. like almost like I got a little recorder. Yes, I am reading the journal, and uh, <laughs> there seems to be some sort of cannon. So Sarissa will respond be like, oh, that's not arrogance. Those are his research notes. So he's just notating which day he did, which amount of, which amount of research is fairly standard. How was he trying to get tenure? (laughs) (laughs) Now I understand. Are there any other signatures? We do need to know if his research has been vetted by another researcher. Okay. Are there other signatures? Like even scratched out maybe. There are not other signatures, but as you do read, you do notice that his his entries become more cryptic and more paranoid. And he starts thinking that someone had been trying to break in and steal or interrupt his research. Um, The last entry you see talks about him relocating his lab to uh, some, uh, the ice room mountains. 
Eisterm Mountains. Oh my God. Eisterm Mountains. I let Sarissa know. Eisterm Mountains, apparently, but you know, it might be a trick. That's a long way away, isn't it? Probably. All right. So, <laughs> do I think this guy is lying in his journal? Can I do a perception? Yeah, perception. All right. All right. Let's try it. Here we go. Normal roll. Oh, there we go. 20. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, again, you don't think he's lying as as the the journal went on. You sense there might be a uh, a bit of instability that might be because of or result of either way uh, the the wizard's isolation. You know, mm-hmm. again, being isolated is not the best thing for one's mental health. Uh, on the best of days. So you're not sure if he was isolated because he was a, a touch off or maybe he's becoming a touch off because having withdrawn so far. Uh, but again, looking around, you can see this was obviously a workshop of sorts. It had been packed up while not hastily, definitely not thoroughly as evidenced by some of the stuff laying around by the fact that journal was left behind. Um, so you don't think it's an outright lie, but you don't think it's 100% true either. If there is any falsehood, it's because the author believed the falsehood. Unreliable narrator. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, uh, through messages, I, uh, this is what we got. Ice from mountains. Is there, uh, going to speak out loud to the dragon dog, through your reading of the other books, were there any other mention, perhaps, of the Icewind Mountains? Uh the dragon sits there and he he's he kind of huffs and he's he says no uh you go through and you, i just from where you're at again there was the one journal uh, you notice a lot of the texts and and scrolls and books that are built up around this dragon all seem to have a lot of water damage to them uh you don't think there was a whole lot of fresh text again unless you're going to go up and try to individually but he he the dragon itself says that he's not aware of any other mention of mountains. Who has the book? That's a good question. I've been wondering that. Um, I would think that maybe Ereshki is carrying it because it's really heavy. That would make probably. sense. That would make yeah. sense, probably. Yes. Well, is there is there anything else we can do for you? Thank you very much for your understanding as we barged in. We weren't aware that you were um, that this was your residence. He looks at you and says, just don't take anything and kind of starts to set his head back down, relaxing a bit, still uncomfortable with your presence, but not thinking he needs to be hostile at this point. Well, because you've been so generous and welcoming for what is a unnecessary intrusion, I'd like to give you a gift if that's all right. Uh, he, he hears gifts. And again, you, you see him frill back up. Um, very pleased at this point. Um, again, very. You 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 have finally started paying proper respect. So you may have noticed we're uh, we are adventurers and we have traveled up and down the Sword Coast and far to the east and in all kinds of directions. And in our travels, we have found a number of wondrous things. One of the most one of my most treasured items is this right here. And she's going to pull out one of the three perfume bottles. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Ooh. He sits there and, and he inhales and he looks at the perfume and and the dragon is less less admiring of the actual perfume, but the bottle was very well crafted and it has actually, you know, mm-hmm. it's got a fair bit of colorful art. It's like an alabaster bottle with some painting on the outside of it. Um, and and very much 
enjoys the fact that it is uh, a piece of art uh, with the colors. And so he sits there and, and the dragon kind of comes up and, and it curls its lips and this big draconic smile and kind of bows its head towards you as, as you set the perfume down. And then I will just back I, out the door. <laughs> I was going to do that too. <laughs> We're just going to... Yep. And then very, very clearly enunciating carefully, Gimbal, over over the mindling, do not touch anything. (laughs) Do not seek the treasure. (laughs) Zoom in on him doing exactly that. (laughs) Oh, no. No, I'm leaving. (laughs) Are you doing the great Abu scene where you're just like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Oops. Uh, no. Just going to be like, just leave. I don't think it's noticed to you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And Gimbal will uh, try to hop onto one of their backs and just kind of camouflage Mission Impossible it. Okay. And Ereshi is going to be like, well, it was lovely meeting you. And we, we'll we have to like, um, um, I don't know, but it's been nice meeting you. And she starts off and she's like, oh, and, and by the way, there's like two dead elves out in your front room. Um, they were already dead when we got here. We didn't kill them. So, um, but you might want to know in case it like starts to smell here in a couple of days. Um, just, just to let you know. Okay. Bye-bye. Gimbal, go ahead and give me a quick uh, athletics check. Alrighty. Oh, no. No, no. Uh, Twelve. I, I will bad. say you've done this enough. As as Areshki has started to leave, you've kind of scampered up up her back and kind of hopped on, kind of doing your your same Loch Ness monster form as you were before. So you're kind of <laughs> clinging to her back, kind of your head kind of peeking up over her shoulder as you both. Yeah, I, of... I like realize that uh, <laughs> she just has enough uh, backside for me to put my feet on the edges of it. Uh, kind of like the edge of uh, a cliff. Oh, um, Ereshki's then... got 19 strength. She's got badonk. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like <laughs> I have a timeshare here on the weekend. Badonkabonk. One for each cheek. So you remember back in the 80s where they had the, the bikes where you could get the uh, the bars on your back spokes so people could ride on a bicycle with you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that. <laughs> I have that installed on the badonkadonk. <laughs> <laughs> And you've clipped a card there too, so it goes. And her, I mean, come on, her deltoids alone are handholds. They're yeah. full handholds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so before before we leave, before we leave, I have to ask: How tall are the doors? Uh, they're probably like regular, like ten foot doors. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, they're not they're not low because I mean, again, they were made for a wizard to be able to pass through relatively easily. Well, I mean, how big was this wizard? There I mean, was a, a Genasi, <laughs> so they're they're medium sized. Yeah, but I mean, just the fact that it's a ten foot high door. Uh, yeah, just, I was asking how I tall mean, the door is. Yeah, I mean, I know how wide the even doorway even is. if it was a smaller door, the dragon probably made it a bigger door. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. The re- the reason why I was asking was if it was you know like a standard eight foot. You know, a standard eighty-inch door. Contractor grade. I was, I was going to, I was going to imply that, you know, six foot four Areshki has a kobold sitting on her shoulders. Ouch. <laughs> and and so she may not have thought about the fact that 
you know, Gimbal may have needed to duck. So, but if it's if it's a ten foot high door, then it's a non-issue. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll say there's enough clearance for that. Um, okay. In this case, yeah. <laughs> Stop trying to get us killed with your shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the best part. Um, I mean, it would take a lot for me to bludgeon Gimbal to death on a door frame. Granted. Well, again, being 6'4", I've hit a few door frames and I've stuck my hands in the fans and I've done all that before. It's unpleasant. <laughs> okay. I, again, from from your adventuring past, you know the Ice from Mountains are, are, again, probably a couple days journey up from the coast. It's not terribly, terribly far, but it is oh, a, a bit of a Mm-hmm. a bit of a hike but not like weeks or anything like that was there any more to go on or we're we just wandering the mountains <laughs> i um, wanted to ask the book okay yes um but first I'm just gonna turn to gimbal as we leave the cave i am so proud of you <laughs> <laughs> pet the kobold good job here's cookie <laughs> but just i'm so pr- you didn't steal anything did you i am so uh... proud of you <laughs> Nobody saw anything. I didn't steal a thing. <laughs> it's, all, it's all fine. I don't know what you're talking about. It's, just, it's fine. It's just so, like, uh, spit it out. Spit it out, Gimble. Never. You know what, Gimble? <laughs> um, give me a persuasion check real quick. <laughs> Wait, but what if I don't want it? <laughs> uh, I will take out my Noblesman monocle uh, and, and give me a plus one to charisma. Awesome. Um, yeah. So, so you you sit there and you pull out this monocle and you you say and you you put in your best noble voice. I, I would never. Um, yeah. No. 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 Gimbal. Gimbal has something, and this is one of the things as as a party you know. He has a mm-hmm. what's called a a coat of an armor of many pockets, and so he's got all these pockets that that kind of act more or less as a bag of holding. <laughs> there may or may not be a piece or two of like water damaged paper that isn't fully stuffed into a pocket that apparently nobody else noticed. And uh, strangely enough, the dragon didn't notice either. But yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no no squealers. <laughs> so so holding on to to Gimbal's ankles because this is a proper piggyback ride, mm-hmm. Ariski just sort of skips along to the room and then just cannonballs back into the pool. Okay. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> this <is> the worst. <laughs> the worst forever. <laughs> Gimbal to- totally, like, was with, with his monocle sitting there not not expecting that. It's totally taken aback by the sudden deluge. We're like, wait, wait, no, no, no! As you jump in. <laughs> Sputtering in indignation. Yeah. I say! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die. It will be your fault. <laughs> We're all going to die. So, so as you not guys all of us. exit this cave, you say you guys are going to try to consult the book again? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Areshki, you have the book on hand so are you talking to the book or are you handing the book over uh, i'm i'm going to remove the book from my pack and just sort of hold it out and let the people who talk good talk to the book i'm gonna use prestidigitation to dry it out <laughs> not not a bad idea okay great so you you dry the book um the pages are made of a, a vellum so they they don't absorb a whole lot of water and what water was there you were able to to dry so the book is in 
relatively good condition now. The fact that it was a magical book also helps prevent it from from basic water damage. All right, Trevin, you you it it Trevin, right? Trebon. 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 I think is Treb, the correct pronunciation. Um, <laughs> Actually, French and a Southern accent go really well together. Like ma tête vision est cassée. Um, <laughs> Trebon. <laughs> oh my god, we advanced to Cajun score. <laughs> oh, are we doing I, true blood? I think Sarissa <laughs> just calls you Treb, probably. Trey. Yeah. Just, Trey. Hey, Trey. Reshki uh, just calls you Trey. Anyway, you're going to say. Or so. LB, just Lawbringer, just LB. Uh, <laughs> uh, you read the journal. Do you want to talk to the book? See, you know sure. more of the details because the dragon wouldn't let me anywhere near it, which is a little rude, but that's fine. Okay. So you open the book and you. Bonjour. <laughs> again, the spirit of this gen kind of pops back up, you know, kind of like a hologram out of the page. Um, it having heard most of what was going on, that you guys vocally was like, "Ooh, you guys talk to a dragon. Fun." You know, kind of, you know, that that whole cabin fever thing where he doesn't really get to experience a lot because he's stuck in a book. Mm-hmm. Um, he seemed like really nice. I mean, I mean, kind of put off that we walked into his house, but he seemed really nice. The fact that you intruded upon a dragon and walked out is is actually quite quite the boon. He yeah. must have liked you all. Yeah. Seemed really young to me. I mean, that dragon knew if it tried to step up on us, it'd be uh, it'd be gone. I think <laughs> if we had brought cafe, we might have done even better. You right. mean coffee? Yes, we. Oui. Oh God! Everybody loves some good coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. J'adore le café. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm more have... of a fan of the of the those like crimson bull potions. They, they yes. like they like they like make me vibrate. It's it's so much fun. <laughs> Je déteste crimson bull. <laughs> what was Ooh, that? that oh. Chocolate. That stuff's good. Yeah. <laughs> the ever popular pumpkin spice. Oh, very true. Mm. I was thinking, what was that Insta coffee that had the really bad fake French commercials in the nineties? Oh, oh god. Shoot. Oh, yeah. was it? International. I know. You say Insta yeah. coffee, yeah. and I just think Folgers. So <laughs> Folgers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm talking to the book. Okay. Um, Bonjour, okay. le livre. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Vigates, strong language. Anyway, ça va bien? How are you doing? Bien. <laughs> Et toi? Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, we, uh, apparently, your wizard has moved on. The dragon has set up camp here and says uh, something about the Ice Rim Mountains. You want to tell us about that? The djinn gives a very kind of exasperated sigh. He got you guys to get his book out of the library. And again, this was the last place he, he remembers the wizard being thought he was going to be here. So kind of like I was right there and, uh, you know, very disappointed. It's like, well, the offer stands. If, if you can get him to release me from this book or, or otherwise get rid of him, I, I am still willing to, to cast the Swiss spell for you all, but I can't yeah, stay stuck where? in this book. Right now, we just have an entire mountain range to search. So, like, I have I have a question, something we should have probably asked a long time ago. Um, how long have you been in this book? A, a few decades. Again, he, he trapped me in this book quite several years ago as he started his research. Um, it's been years since, since he left me behind. Uh, again, so I don't know, but... 
he he always had the concept of of like I said, an elemental cannon. He wanted to turn an old fortress into a, a flying warship of sorts. Um, so there used to be an old giant's keep in in the ice from mountains. That might be a place to check. La Belle Dame Sarissa. I do not know of our kin, but if I cast banishment on this book, any chance that we would get rid of this thing, or we could release this thing? He might kill it. Interesting that you would do something like that so willy-nilly. I'm not sure. That is, no, uh, I, I did not willy-nilly this, or Pellmel, or Helter Skelter. It sounded I am, like you were willy-nillying. No, I am asking my consultant here. Yeah, I think so we should you, have a you vote check on this. with other people before you do things, Gimbal. That is the opposite of willy-nilly. You are, in fact, planning. Okay. So I've, you vote that uh, they were not doing willy-nilly. Uh, anyone else? Have um, <laughs> any feedback? Just gonna Does ignore him and walk over. <laughs> 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 you they going? were lip syncing the whole time. Willy nilly was. Yeah. <laughs> Willy nilly. <laughs> oh <Okay>. boy. <laughs> Ereski has been just captivated by this very interesting looking patch of seaweed. <laughs> this whole time, it has missed out this entire conversation. <laughs> I don't know. We could try it, Treb, but I, I think you would just banish the book and then the book would come back. Fair enough. All right. Which, I mean, if we need to hide it for like a minute, that is a pretty clever way to use that. <laughs> <laughs> what book? There is no book. <laughs> I mean, seriously, how are they like going to search something Gimbal would that? do. I'm just putting that out banish there. <laughs> <laughs> what? There is no book? Search me. <laughs> just do it quickly, please. You have about 50 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop, there it is. Okay. Uh, so anyway, so Ice Rim Mountains, looking for a fortress? Something right. about giants? Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. I guess we're doing that then. All right. So Sounds like I don't have any better plans. All right. So quick question. Um, yes. Just, just because of my background, my Outlander background. Okay. Would it be possible that I know generally speaking of an abandoned giant fortress in the mountains you would probably know about about lore of one yeah i mean you'd probably like they say it's up there a kind of an area yeah so I I'm, mean, I'm just i'm just asking is there a check that i can make to see history? if i happen to know a yeah, general a, location where we might so that we can narrow our search yeah that would be a, a knowledge or a history check a history check I don't think history is on your 5e skill list. This is going to be a flat roll. Oh. Guidance. Ooh, Three! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Plus, plus a d4? You want to roll a d4? Oh, sure. Like, I don't think that's going to help. Seven. Oh. Hey, you know what? Um, I, hey, Gimbal, she likes me more. I, <laughs> I don't understand why. I, did I do something? It's because I have oh. such a great personality. <laughs> Again, there, yeah. there is, you know, of areas nearby where there's local legend. It's kind of like uh, the concept of Tibet or Shangri-La type thing, you know, where there's this this old giant fortress in the mountains. There are a couple uh, villages that dot the base of the mountains that would probably give you more information. I uh, would probably have more local legend about what was nearby. All right, so here's the thing. We could all make a history roll, right? Yes. So we can just take t- guidance for all. 
okay. one at a time because it's got to be concentration. But guidance for all, one at a time. Everybody try to rack their brains and figure out this history thing. Think history did. thoughts. Right. So much history. All right. Here we go. Well, that looks good. Lady Sarissa. Yeah. So, I mean, you. Uh, hey, I did 19. all right too. Let me do my, let me do my little D4 here. Yeah. So, total of 16 for Sarissa. Okay. 16 for Sarissa. And 20 for me. And Gimbal, go ahead and add the D4. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so Gimbal's. Nice. Been in a place or two. Yeah. So yeah, Gimbal's been in a place or two. He's learned of in ways and back ways. And so you do know that um, one of these these villages in the foots of the mountains actually lead up to a path. And they, they claim to be uh, at the foot of an old uh, hill giant fortress um, or an ice giant, for- a storm giant fortress. Um, and so it's kind of almost a... Uh, it's not quite like a divine path, but it is definitely something held in high regard. Um, it's not an easy trail to get past the village up, but those that are willing to make, there is a, a type of pilgrimage that, that go to the base, or at least where this village is, because that's where the giants used to be. Well, it looks like I know of a place that would be lovely for us to go to. Uh, not too far, methinks. With a lovely giant, I guess. It's a fortress for giants of some sort. So, you know a place. Will you take us there? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Yes. Yes, I will. Excellent. Well, thank you, Gimble. Just for that, I would like to give you a gift. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what sort of gift? I'm kind of... Uh, what, what, what we... Just going to give him the same speech she gave the dragon and hand him <laughs> one of the perfume with a wink. Is it a wet willy? <laughs> no, no, she'll hand him one of the perfume bottles with a wink because she gave him the exact same spiel she gave the dragon. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> this is... Uh, thanks. Uh, yay. Um... <laughs> The bottle's she will pretty. Pat his, pat his shoulder and be like, seriously, though, I do very much appreciate you. Oh, I uh, like you. <laughs> it's fine. This isn't your strong suit. And then she just walks up. <laughs> no hugs. <laughs> no touchy. <laughs> you, don't, you don't hug Gimbal. No, that's yeah, a bad like, thing. What the hell's going on here? Poor Gimbal. Know. Nobody loves Gimbal. <laughs> Gimbal loves Gimbal. That's what's important. <laughs> exactly. So you guys travel up the coast uh, uh, mm-hmm. again using Gimbal's, you know, fairly astute memory because again he's been he's been a place or two. Um, mm-hmm. He's been we're, around. We're, we're not saying that he's a sneaky sneak and he has to learn how to get in and out of places quickly, but he's Gimbal and he does Gimbal things. Um, you guys actually make it down here to this village, uh, and again it is kind of like a. Uh, kind of like a Tibet, Tibetan type village where it is at the base of the mountain. There are people that come to this peak to, to climb it. It is very high. There's a helicopter. Is there a helicopter where? on the picture? Yes. Am I that blind? Ah, I missed it. Well, it's a it's an ornithopter. <laughs> there it's it is. Yep. <laughs> no, it's just a hole in the mountain with a giant creature staring yeah. out. That's what's happening. That's totally what it is. It, it's a mage doing some sort of like... Ereshki wants to ride it. It's a really big ladybug. Yes. <laughs> Ereshki's not deterred. She still wants to ride it. Are we, um, are we riding it? Let's, yes, we're let's totally riding it up the mountain. We ride the ladybug up the mountain, and it takes us to the wizard place. Yes. It's a candy I'm mountain. here for it. 
I heard there's some unicorns up there. Again, so you guys have made it to to this village. Uh, there's an opportunity if you guys obviously want to take a long rest. This would be a, a point to do that uh, before you start your trek up. You guys can kind of schmooze with some of the locals if you wish. Uh, again, if you need to buy some some supplies or outfitting. Perfume. Yeah, I need to buy yep. more perfume. Now would be the time. Uh, you do notice the climate has gotten uh, very cold. and It seems to be like it'd be quite bitter as you go higher up the mountain. Mm, we're going to um, buy some coats then. We should get okay. coats. So. The, yeah, I was going to say winter gear for sure. These are frost giants or storm giants? Uh, let me double check. Also, how much is the cold gear? Uh, I will say you can get like a full set of cold gear for like 10 silver. Oh, sweet. Okay, I'm getting some. Me Same. too. They are cloud okay. giants specifically. And if we don't have it already, I want to get some ropes and pitons. Okay. I don't believe you have uh, ketons. Is it ketons or pitons? Uh, but you can get those again for... Uh, you can get a bundle of 10 for five silver. Uh, you should have rope. If you don't have rope, you can get uh, 50 feet of rope for 10 silver as well. I'm pretty sure rope comes standard in an explorer's pack. It generally does, yeah. I have rope, but I don't. then I don't have the pitons. Ereshki is going to look for um, a pair of pickaxes okay. to help her climb because she's probably going to be taking point on this climb and have everybody else tethered to her. And so she wants all of the mechanical advantage that she can get to climb up the side of this mountain. Okay. Um, you do find pickaxes. I mean, that kind of thing is fairly common, again, as people try to pilgrim do a pilgrimage up this mountain. If you want to use them as a weapon, uh, I'll say they do 1d4 uh, piercing uh, if you try mm-hmm. to improvise them as such. Uh, I'm just going to get a nice fancy coat, okay. something sexy for my body. All right, that, that works. Um, so you, you find this big... Uh, it's an owlbear down coat, you know, big fluffy. It's going to keep you nice and toasty warm. Oh, yeah. Would you like me to make a wisdom roll for my Tome of Bloody Shadows? If you like, if we're yes. we're doing a long rest? <laughs> yes, please. Okay. Well, you aren't currently attuned to it unless oh. you decided to attune to it. Oh, I thought I was already. I would like to attune to it, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, go ahead and take the time to attune. You're going to have to pick something to unattune to. Unattune to. from, yes. Okay, never mind. I did not realize that. Okay. It's fine. We'll just okay. That's the on. only reason why I didn't have you attuned to it is because you had three other things. So there aren't body slot affinities like there are in 3.5. You just have three things you can be attuned to at a given time. Is that how yes. that works? Yes, unless you're okay. an artificer and they can attune apparently to a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I'm good. I don't think I need anything else. Like the perfume was originally for Sarissa, so she will get more. It was just happenstance that it was a dragon. She's like, gotcha. oh, yeah, they like stuff. Hey, they like stuff. Yeah, that's always good. Uh, you still also have one bottle for yourself as well. So there is there is that. So are you going to try to find more perfume here or just later? <laughs> uh, I would like to if it's okay. just that's yeah. just a side thing, though. Okay. I mean, you, you do find some. Again, it's of mint quality. Again, it's a lot. There, there's a lot of incense in this thing. Again, that kind of semi-mystic area so again you do find um, a bottle of perfume uh, you find one uh, that's not too far off of what you were looking for that, that's running about five gold for a okay. higher quality yeah off script though i do feel kind of bad because you're like yeah we're doing this so we can stress test all of this stuff and then we have just proceeded to avoid <laughs> all <of the> stuff. <laughs> I know. that's that's how campaigns work uh you know so i mean hey <laughs> Uh, that's I don't know. I've noticed there's a lot more diplomacy used in fifth edition, at least in the stuff that I've been part of lately. Yeah, and that's one of the things Ian and I have have 
commented on a, a lot with fifth edition is they they are leaning a lot more on role play which i mm-hmm. think is really good than just mm-hmm. outright combat um so you murder hobo actually considerably less in fifth edition mm-hmm. um and again i, mean, I do it like depends the fact heavily that on the party it really yeah, does yeah does. that is also true okay uh just real quick because we are hitting some time constraints we are going to uh skip a bit ahead on this adventure mm-hmm. unfortunately again time is a hard issue for us at this point so you guys encountered some kobolds that were winged, um, a very uh, angry yeti in the middle of your camp. You made it to the Cloud Giant Keep. It was old. It was abandoned. The roof was torn off. There were some ghosts that had um, some less than pleasant memories. You've made it down into the basement where you have found Zirkin's secondary workshop. Uh, there were some methods laying in ambush down the final staircase. You have defeated them. And as you've gotten down to uh, Zirkin's later. Uh, you see him there. Uh, he sees you all, and and he's he at this point it isn't surprised. He's heard enough commotion that he was he had been waiting for some form of intruders. As as you walk in, he he greets you with with an evil grin. Uh, he notices somehow that Ereshki has the the book that you've had since the beginning. Uh, I mean, it's it's in my backpack. It's not like I'm walking around with this book, you know, just out in the open. Uh, he's got a bit of a link to it, but he knows of the book's presence. He knows it's nearby. Um, and he says you can hand it over to him and leave with your lives, or he'll take it from your corpses. Wait, no? I want to, like, see you try. Yeah. He says it's it's your life. And at this point, he sends these two elementals he has at you in your direction. And I'm going to have everybody go ahead and roll initiative. Okay. Oh, no. Seven. Fifteen? Check me out. Yeah, it's just, That's fine. Oh, it's just a flat roll for me anyway. Fuckles. There we go. <laughs> right in front of me, but hey. I don't like it. At least I don't go last. <laughs> I don't like it at all. Whenever I roll initiative, I may give one ally within 30 feet who can see and hear me a bonus to their initiative Equal to my charisma, which is plus two. Who would like to... Who has a shot of getting a better initiative here? Uh, Not I. <laughs> all right. Lady Sarissa, you got a nine. Now you have a, you have an 11. Okay. <laughs> all right. Double time. So Lady Sarissa bumped up to a what? 11. 11. 11. Oh, my band of divine will is not attuned. Crap. I thought it was attuned. Ugh. Attune it. <laughs> I think it's too late. That's okay. No. I mean, it was supposed to be attuned, so if it if it isn't attuned, it's James's fault. So Yeah, that should be attuned. Okay. Very well. So we want that. We want that. So top of the order will be Trevin, followed by Sarissa. Okay. Followed by me, me, me. Woohoo! Followed by Ereshki and then Gimbal. So yeah. Trevin, uh, you see these monsters headed uh, your direction, and they're starting to come at you again. Just, just so you know, we don't see the map. Oh, do you not see the map? That no. would help. Well, never mind then. Now you see the map. <laughs> oh, nice. Wait, I see nothing. Dope. Yeah. Wait for it. It's. Maybe it's, it's only of... darkness. Yeah, that's all I see is darkness. I attack darkness. darkness. I take the darkness out. I cast magic. Are there any hot chicks? <laughs> Is do you have light on now? No, I have nope. no light. 
We we are in the dark. Okay. Uh, give me one quick second. Wait, wait. Nope. It's up. We're just not centered on it. Uh, it okay. Scroll down to the uh, bottom, bottom right corner. Bottom right. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Thank you. Gotcha. Sorry about that. No problem. Okay, I'm going to enlarge this a little bit. You are in a basement with Mountain Dew. And I want to say that, that Oreshki is probably going to be up in the front. Okay. Just because... That's where Oreshki go. That's where Oreshki go. All right, I'm, I'm good with that. She's a, right. she, she's a big sack of hit points. Yeah, you are. A <laughs> sexy sack of hit points. That's what I mean. <laughs> so... All right. So I need to go first, right? Yes. Okay. I, I was looking at Bless to see how many people I could affect. Three people of my choice within range. All right. I guess it's my friends. Um, I am assuming I can't bless myself. You could. Yeah. I could. Uh, so Lady Sarissa, is yours more of a, you're not more of a roll to hit person, right? So, I am squishy. <laughs> well, no, but Bless would, oh, good point. All right. Fine. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm just not going to bless myself. I'll bless all of y'all. Okay. Um, blessing. And the deal Yay. is because I have the band of divine will. When you roll, you roll 2d4 and you, you basically roll with advantage. It looks like. Says, yeah, you, you roll your, your, you roll 2d4 and use the higher of the d4s. Right. right. So because yeah. I have this bands of coolness okay. here. Yeah, you can give that to you can give that to somebody else. Sorry, I was thinking aid, which is which no. gives temporary okay. hit points. So no, you're good. Okay, in that case, okay, so not you, then and us. Okay. Got okay. It. Perfect. So no problem. So we all are blessed that way, and I guess I get a bonus action with that. You do get a bonus just... action, yes. Okay. And you still have movement. Well, okay, and that is not the bonus action. No, because uh, you're you're using your action to cast the spell. So it's not my. Yeah. Bo- I don't get to use a bonus action to do that. I thought I thought I had a magic item that let me do that, but only if you do cool. an attack as your main action. Okay, no worries then. I think I'm done. Okay. Uh, next is Oreshki. No, Oreshki is not next. Sarissa is next. Sarissa is next. That is correct. Okay, so Sarissa is going to move forward, peer past Gimbal, to get line of sight and cast Banishment at level five. Nice. On both elementals. Can you catch both at the same time? Uh, at level five, I can do two targets as long as they're within 60 feet. Excellent. So we get banishment at fifth level. Uh, see, that's concentration. Is there a save? You attempt to send one creature. So it is charisma saving throws from both of them. Okay. Versus your DC, and your DC is 16, correct? It should be 17 because of her. The staff. Oh, because the, of the, the staff, staff that, yeah. that won't play nice with roll yes. 20. I see. Okay. So the water elemental is going to a 13. Is not 17. Is not a 17, no. no. And a and a 6. So you banish both water elementals. Very nice. So she'll do the incantation followed with, y'all scoot, shoot. (laughs) And then she's going to duck behind whatever this is because it looks like it is some kind of obstruction. Yeah, it it is a, a table. Um, so at this point, Zirkin is just incensed because you just like poofed his minions. Yay. <laughs> I never get to do that. Very nice. Well done on that banishment. That oh, was yeah. really great. Now, all we have to do is make sure that she doesn't get punched in the face. <sighs> yeah, but it's going to happen. We can't, we can't protect you. That's why she's trying to hide. It, it's not going to happen if I can get in his face. Do it. So, Wait a second. I can use it. Can I use an item as a bonus action? Yes. Then I'm going to pop the potion of invisibility. Nice. Well played. Very well played. Um, that gives you 
spell and makes you invisible. So yeah, okay. Um, invisible until she attacks or casts a spell. Right. No, that that out works out perfect. So, so Zurkin has seen seen you guys come in. Uh, he sees the the cleric do something. Sarissa, you go in. You poof both of his both of his elementals and then vanish yourself. Um, the first thing he does is he uses this elemental cannon. So he he sits there and he's got this this device in his hand. And towards the back of the room, you see this giant contraction contraction that he's been building. Um, uh, he's actually going to sit there and point it here at Areshki because Areshki looks more like a threat. And I need you to uh, give me a dexterity save. Dex save. I have one of those. Sixteen. Okay. So nice on that. You do unfortunately fail the dex saving throw. So, what? yeah. Um, Hang on, what is... Bless only goes with the attack. Oh, no, that, that goes with saving throws, too. Oh, okay. does it? So, yeah, go ahead yeah. and roll your, your 2d4 here real quick. So, there... Oh, I don't need to roll the second one because okay, I got you four. got it. So, so yeah, so that, that gives you enough to save as this giant bolt of lightning, like, sizzles right past you and, like, smacks the smacks the wall behind you as they all... I, I do nice. I, I do this... I duck down into this sort of three-point landing stance okay. and it, and Gimbal just happens to be short enough. Cause he was, Is Gimbal still riding on your back? Because <laughs> his cannon was aiming center mass, right? Yeah. So it goes over my head and it just by sheer stature goes over, right over Gimbal too. <laughs> and then is also going to run up to you. If I can move my token. There we go. Wait. It's going to run up to Trevin. Mm-hmm. And is going to try to initiate a touch attack. Uh-oh. As soon as I get the right window to open. And a nine is not going to go past you. So he sits there and, and grabs at you, makes just a, a, a random quick grab, and you're able to step back up out of the way. Um, next up on that list is Lady... Or no, now it's Ereshki's turn. Yep. And Ereshki is going to swing around behind him so that she's flanking him with Trevin. Okay. And she's going to whip out this great sword that she's got, and she is going to go to town. All right. And since you're technically flanking, you get to attack with advantage. Um, And I'm just double checking. I think as an 11th level fighter, I have three attacks. So three attacks with advantage. Nice. No one is mean to my friends. Except for us. Nobody can hurt my friends but me. (laughs) That's fair. All right, so the first attack is a 21 versus AC. That hits. For 14 slashing damage. Yes. The second attack is a 27 versus AC. That definitely hits. Wow. Um, Oh, that's a crit because that was a 19. Ooh. And I'm a champion. Very nice. So that's an extra... So that's 15 slashing plus 10 necrotic. No, the 10 necrotic's on a 20. And then slash roll 2d6 because it didn't... Plus another 7 slashing. So that's okay. total of 32. The, again, the necrotic damage would have been if you rolled a 20. Okay. A yeah, so, uh, so that'd be 22. Yeah, okay. 22 slashing. So 15 plus 22. Or 14 plus 22. 15 plus 22. 14 plus 22. Hmm? 14 plus 22. Yes. 14 plus 22. And then third attack is uh, a 21 versus AC. That hits as well. For another 16. So that's 45 total damage on wow. three attacks. Wow. 
That, that's impressive. Is it dead? No. <laughs> what? Um, one sec. One sec. Um, yeah, fix that. <laughs> what is this? That's um, what we have Gimbal yeah. for. No, this is why we have Action Surge. Okay. Yeah, see? <laughs> so Arishki is not having this. And she's going to straight up Action Surge and attack three more times. Okay. S- sorry, Mitch, you may not get a turn. No, it, it's fine. <laughs> Gimbal uh, considers a job well done when he doesn't get uh, to do 25 it. versus AC for another yeah, 15. Oh no, my concentration's slipping. Gimbal, you may have to fight the elementals. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? No. <laughs> 24 versus AC for another 11. That also hits. And last one is uh, 23 versus AC for 9. That also hits. That's another 15, 26, 35. 35. So 35 and 45, a total of 80 damage. Did we win? Not yet. What? Um, Just, I'm wanting to... Oh man, I should have been using my Great Weapon Master. Yeah. Yeah, I should have. That's okay. Um, actually, so, let me let me look and see um, if I had any. Well, because I get to reroll ones and twos. Yes. For my great weapon fighting style, so this is going to take a minute. It's fine. At least this way, we get to have more than one round of combat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. We'll just we'll just go with whatever the dice say. Okay. Um, and the dice roller. I'm not going to go through six attacks and reroll on every single one of yeah. them. It's nah. All right, Gimbal, you're up. All right, let's do this. Um, plop on over there. Alrighty, like a sexy plopper. And yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stab it. Oh, I have a crossbow, and I'm gonna use my crossbow. I'm okay. not gonna get up close to that. No, I'm gonna come up over here. Uh, and I'm gonna shoot it. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, very nice. Oh yeah, that definitely hits with another crit. So I think it already has a damage down there, right? Yeah. Eight, eight plus seven, so that's another it. fifteen points of damage. Is Did it that dead? add your sneak no. attack? Strangely not dead. Uh, do I get sneak attack on it? Yeah, because like... he's flanked. Yeah, you he's engaged uh, with okay, an cool, opponent. Cool, cool. Uh where's sneak attack damage? Uh should be what, five D six? Let me pull up his character sheet real quick. Does it top out at five D six in fifth edition? No, it tops oh, no, out at ten ten D six at 1920. Okay. I oh, I see it. So you're yeah. 11th level, right? Okay. It's either five or six, I think. There you go. There, there we, okay, Better. sorry. 22 extra sneak attack damage. 22 plus 15 gives you 37? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It should be 66 at level 11. That's what I thought. That's what Let I was wondering me. if it went up like 3.5 does. Uh, okay. Uh, grab my stuff real quick. So we'll roll one more d6. Yeah, please do. Uh, well, no, that should be three. These are 66, right? Yes. That's why I should, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, yeah, it was. that's okay. what it rolled. Okay. Yeah. Give me a second. I got to do math. I was told there'd be no math. You, you just it's... round to dead. Round up to death. <laughs> there you go. Not quite. I so helped. It's 80 plus, see here, there's 102, 112, 117. Hold on real quick. Oh, I got my numbers all back a dude. I think he's taking 117 damage. Yeah, it's pretty, that's about right. Nope, still up. I mean, again, you guys have, have, Basically, raffle stomped this poor guy, uh, but he's still up and not happy. And then we go back to the top of the order. So again, uh, Trayvon, it is in fact your turn. Okay, let's see if I can actually use this button to do the the cudgel attack. Okay, I am hopeful. Here we go. Uh... And you do attack with advantage. 
Okay, I accidentally messed that up. So, hey, you know what? Let's just harm him. <laughs> Fuck it. You know, yeah. I'm sorry. Why Edit that out. Gonna... I just harmed him. You, it was you... like, wrong button. Oh, sorry, my spell slipped. You, you um... Cast harm, <laughs> and that's actually enough to drop him where he stands. And Excellent. This, this wizard that's a good just button. crumples to the floor in, in a heap. Uh, the <laughs> elementals stay forever banished. Uh, at this point, you feel the rustling in the book as the, the djinn is finally able to escape the book out of Oreshki's, uh, out of Oreshki's backpack. And he thanks you all profusely. Uh, and he looks at you all and says, a deal is a deal. What is your wish? Wow, I didn't anticipate uh, it would go this well. Uh, so... Anyone else hot? Like, unless uh, anybody else has something, um, I think... <laughs> So Lady Sarissa has actually been thinking about this. Uh, and unless there's somebody who's quicker on the take, she's going to pop out of invisibility and just, um, I want the power to stop the coming invasion. Okay. I mean, um, if no one else is going to try to speak up over that. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Ereshki's not that quick to come up with anything. Okay. So. Trevin? Trevin says, uh, could we each have the power? <laughs> To, to stop the invasion that Lady Sarissa is referring to, which she hopefully did with very specific details. <laughs> um, understanding, again, the djinn, understanding where uh, Lady Sarissa's primary wish came from, and then hearing your ad- addendum. Uh, Gimbal, are you going to try to throw anything in on top of this? Um, I think he's going to hide. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, you guys, you're not gonna lifetime supply of coffee. I mean, you know, something <laughs> you guys, oh, I mean, it's... feel infused with that magic. It, it's kind of like, um, the rush you'd get at a concert or maybe like a, a roller coaster ride type thing. Um, and, and the gin says, done and done, and then vanishes. Um, wait, hold on, I remember what I want now. <laughs> no, as you guys have. have Change somewhat in some way, but you're not sure exactly how at this point. Um, and so that's how we are going to wrap up the scenario. And Ereshki um, raises her hand, is like, um, what invasion? <laughs> yeah. So there would be a lot to talk about at this point. Now, I will say the final combat did go quickly, but there was about three or four combats previous that should have happened beforehand without a rest. Um, that would have drawn on some of your ability. But again, we did unfortunately come up on a time barrier. So, I mean, I thank you guys very much for joining us. I I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with this. Yeah, it was a a blast. I had a great time. Did we get a level? So um, I have it on good authority that today is also actually James's birthday. This would be actually correct. (laughs) So happy birthday, James. Happy birthday. Yeah. You are best birthday boy. <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> I had a keyboard right next to me. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> well and thank you for GMing on your birthday. Yes. yes. Thank you yeah, I know, right? You did work on your birthday. That was awesome. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. That was yeah. a lot of fun. And Yay. I mean, it's been... I, I got to I got to do eighty points of damage with a great sword. It was yeah, awesome. Yeah, holy hell. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> She's all just do not be mean to my friends. <laughs> I can I can see her accentuating each one of those six words with, with the, the swing of her great sword. Oh yeah, no, no. Totes. 
<laughs> no, you guys were a ton of fun to play with. I, I laughed so much, which is something I've not gotten to do near as much with friends pandemic wise. So again, thank yeah. you. Guys. That was definitely, definitely yeah. a lot of fun. Well, we are always happy to please you. Yes. Yeah. This was so much fun. All right, so thanks guys yeah. for, for joining us for our one year anniversary. Um, yeah. And, and thanks to everyone who happened to listen to the end of this ra- rambling encounter. <laughs> sorry, sorry, it couldn't be more climactic at the end. Yeah, um, again. sorry, not sorry. Yeah, no, I, I love it when they just kind of, oh, I guess I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Great. <laughs> You'll just have to face my arm. Oh, my arm is dead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I got banished to the inner planes. It's great. It's great. I love it. I really do. I think that was a beautiful ending. I think also everybody got to do something. That was really yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I shot like him it. in the face. Uh-huh. That <laughs> was um, great. Yeah. I mean, again, was not expecting you guys to sneak past the wyverns. That was amazingly well planned out. Um, very well done. Uh, you guys actually handled the dragon fairly well as well, too. I figured that was definitely going to be uh, something that somebody was going to trip over. And again, so they wouldn't let me trip over the it. least murder hobo party I've ever played with. So well done on that. Well done on diplomacy. Sometimes You'll diplomacy really wins. <laughs> and and sometimes diplomacy is a great sword. Sometimes. Yes. <laughs> diplomacy. I, has I feel failed. like Arishki probably named her great sword diplomacy. That would be a great I think that would be a great name for it. Just, yeah. just so that whenever Sarissa is like, let's try diplomacy, you're like, oh, okay. I don't know if she's clever enough to do that herself, um, but if somebody in the party named her greatsword diplomacy, she would just roll with it. Remember the uh, scene in Fifth Element where he goes in to, uh, to negotiate with the aliens and he shoots the first one in the head? Yes. Where do you learn to negotiate like that? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else want to negotiate? Yeah. By the way, I love these sketches. I was going to say the cannon looks uh, suitably imposing. Yeah. The... So actually, I mean, that is a great thing. And I, I will mention, we did run our campaign on Roll20. And if you actually buy the books on Roll20, um, mm-hmm. the books themselves, the the adventure module. So I did buy Candlekeep uh, Mysteries for Roll20. The maps that are in the, the books are free for the DMs to bring up and they can populate. Um, the books you have, be it the, the player's manual, uh, the dungeon master, they don't have the dungeon master guide, but the player's manual, um, the monster manual, uh, Xanathar's guide, Tasha's, they have all those. And so if you need to add spells to a character, it really is just an easy drag and drop. This is actually roll 20, uh, is a fairly user friendly, um, way to build a campaign. And again, unfortunately, because the can the, uh, the virus and, and everything wants to, to stretch on if you guys are unable to or unwilling to meet in person or you have friends across the country as I do. This is a relatively easy, workable way to kind of have mm-hmm. um, a meeting of friends kind of pop up all together. So, uh, again, Roll20, thank you. Not a sponsor, but a great product. Mm-hmm. So, awesome. All right. Well, it was lovely meeting all of y'all. Yes, thank you. And I hope you have a great day. Thank you so yeah, very much. Yeah, you guys as well. Absolutely. I was actually hoping you guys could share links somewhere, or even if uh, Ian or James, if you can send me Mary and Mitch's information, I definitely yeah. want to check out your guys' pages. Oh, thank you. I would like, yeah, I would like everybody's pages actually. So, if, yeah, if you just want to do a collation of everybody's, yeah, we'll, oh, that'd, that'd be perfect. Yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and if if we could just get everybody to real quick just drop their social links, and then we will include everybody's social social media stuff 
in the show notes. Yeah, we can do that. And then obviously a, a Twitter saying thank you to you all and Merry Traskmas because that's in a couple of days as well. It, it is tomorrow as of this thing coming out. So it is Traskmas Eve when this episode releases. So Traskmas is tomorrow. So if we could just go ahead and go down the list, uh, we'll start with Mitch mm-hmm. and get uh, social media links. Okay. Yeah, cool. Uh, uh, Twitter, you can find me at Mitch S. Bustillos. Uh, and then uh, other than that, uh, pennyforatail.com. And your latest uh, venture was Necrobiotic. Is that correct? Uh, you, yeah, that is my last venture. The thing I have coming up is Chew, which is based on the New York bestselling uh, comic book of the same name, um, coming out October 5th to um, uh, Kickstarter. Excellent. Super exciting. Nice. Right, Mary? Okay. Uh, so on Twitter, I am Dr. Mary C. Crowell. And uh, my website is marycroll.com. Uh, I mentioned earlier, Acolytes, the Machine, and Other Gaming Stories is my gaming album that came out in 2012. However, we are working on mixing the latest gaming album, and it should come out in 2022. And it is called I Have Missed You at My Table. Aww. Oh, awesome. Super excited. So I'm very excited, too. And then Clark. Yeah, so the best places to find me aren't on social media. Uh, but <laughs> contacting me through my website or on YouTube, I I do my best to check all of those regularly. You can find me on Twitter at uh, at CR Rowenson or the Magic Engineer Two. It's at um, either... Clark R Rowenson. Yes, right, because because Twitter was a pain and wouldn't give me back mm-hmm. my title when I messed something up. Anyway, uh, long story, uh, lost password and changed username forever anyway so um but the best places are my website of crronson.com or the magic engineer on youtube and again we are at uct homebrew on twitter so if you have any suggestions ideas or comments for past or future episodes please send us a direct message or an email at undercommontaste at gmail.com you can also find us on instagram and facebook at Undercommon Taste. We are also on Patreon, patreon.com slash Undercommon Taste. So if you want to help support the show financially, please come over there and become a patron. You can find our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. So again, as always, give us a rate and review. This helps us know what you enjoy or what you want to hear and increases our visibility. And here's hoping for another year of the podcast. So yes. we'll see you everyone next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you all and happy gaming. <laughs>